This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by a very special guest. We're joined today by Kenneth West. Ken is the CEO of the Regional Medical Center of San Jose. I believe the Regional Medical Center is also part of the HCA system. HCA has done this remarkable job of building and developing leaders. We're going to talk a little bit about leadership, about some of the work that Ken has focused on, and a lot more. Ken, can you take a moment? Tell us about yourself and the Regional Medical Center of San Jose. Sure, Scott. Uh, well, as was mentioned, I'm Ken West. I'm the CEO here at the, at the Hospital Regional Medical Center of San Jose. I'm originally born and raised in a small town called Ponchatoula, Louisiana, um, based in southeast Louisiana. Uh, grew up in that area, went to college at Louisiana State University, so go Tigers. Uh, later went on to uh, graduate school uh, at Georgetown University in, in Washington, D.C. Um, completed um, some of my postgraduate training uh, at Johns Hopkins Health System, and then my administrative residency with HCA um, and the Capital Division based in Virginia, uh, located at Spotsylvania Regional Medical Center, and um, continued on developing within HCA um, as an assistant administrator, associate COO um, there in Virginia between Fredericksburg and later down to uh, Richmond, Virginia at Chippenham and Johnston Willis Hospitals, as I think we call it CJW Medical Center at the time I was there, um, was a part of HCA's uh, executive development program as a associate COO, and, uh, and then I later went out to the West Florida Division of HCA based in the Tampa Bay area as the Chief Operating Officer of Medical Center of Trinity, um, and from there, I uh, was successful and, and able to become the COO of Regional Medical Center. Uh, and I did that job for about three and a half years, and uh, just here recently in the last couple of months, been fortunate enough to um, be promoted and now serving the organization uh, as its, its its CEO. So really excited about um, you know that opportunity. And Regional is a really special place. That's what we refer to it as. Um, we are a level two uh, trauma uh, hospital that's a, um, verified by the American College of Surgeons and designated by the uh, Santa Clara County. We're also a Joint Commission accredited comprehensive stroke center as well. Uh, we do lots of complex ortho, um, lots of complex GI, cardiology um, as well, and other service lines. Uh, we really have a very large reach. So even though the hospital is, is licensed, uh, it's 258 beds. Uh, we have a large reach across California. I'll give you an example. Um, there's probably a total of 87 hospitals now through uh, 2020 that actually referred hospitals into regional. And if you look at all directions across the state, um, you know, in some directions, that's about three hours away. It's at, at its furthest, about six hours. So just incredible work um, that we do here at the organization. Uh, we're based here in the heart of uh, Silicon Valley and San Jose. Uh, we predominantly locally serve the east side of San Jose and just a wonderful mix of uh, patients, physicians, and employees uh, who serve our organization. So I'm proud to be uh, the CEO here and uh, taking us to the next level. And so I want to come back to San Jose and the Medical Center in a moment. Talk about this for a second. I, I get the chance to visit with so many leaders that have spent almost their entire career from almost an administrative resident standpoint up to now being CEO at an HCA hospital. I, I would say that HCA, for-profit, not-for-profit, 
probably is the best sort of system for developing young leaders into leaders and CEOs of any of the health systems in the country. Could you take a moment to comment on that? Sure. Uh, You know, I suspect I'm a little biased, but I I absolutely agree with your comments. I think it's unparalleled in, in its success and development of leaders and you know, honestly, Scott, that's kind of the secret to the sauce of the, um, the the company. You know, there's there's strategies that, you know, I think other health systems may make or um, perhaps even maybe do first. But I think what's special and unique about um, an organization like HCA Healthcare is we tend to bring leaders in early in their careers. We develop, we mold, we groom them, um, give great exposure, uh, great mentorship, and I think even more importantly. Um, sponsorship. So individuals who are have identified um, young talent who's developing in the company was willing to create opportunities and um, help push them to be the best that they can be. And and I happen to be a um, a byproduct of that that grooming through my um, at this point entire administrative career. And so it's allowed me to you know, really move. Uh, I think now uh, I've, I've done six or seven jobs in, in 13 years. Uh, with the company, I've been very blessed um, to to move around. I think three divisions, four markets, and four or five hospitals now, and um, it's allowed me to really see healthcare um, through the lens of you know different you know regions of the country, different states, um, different divisions within our company, and all being afforded that opportunity. Um, you know, as a long, young leader, uh, growing and developing. Uh, in my own career. And so for me, it's important that I uh, give back. I find other individuals who are coming behind me and, and help groom them and give them opportunities and, and show them how to progress through the um, the company and the industry at large. I mean, it, it's really amazing for me to watch as I've had a chance over the last few years to interview so many people that have taken that same path as you from young, almost administrative residents or intern through the system to now being CEO of a great hospital. It's really remarkable. The, um, let me ask you a different question. Setting priorities as CEO of a hospital, smack dab in the middle of Silicon Valley, where everybody's so bright, everybody's so driven. There's so much going on. The ecosystem's on fire. How do you sort of set priorities, and how do you focus yourself in the hospital in that ecosystem? Great question. You know, I, I think um, there's there's a few things. So first. Yes, you, you do have the, the ecosystem of Silicon Valley and, um, you know, the complexities of operating a hospital uh, in California, which, you know, presents, you know, unique challenges for, for us uh, from a regulatory environment, um, you know, as well um, just from, you know, the area that, that we live in. Um, but I think at the end of the day, we have to remain grounded in who we are and what we do. And it, at the heart of that, that's, you know, it's a healthcare organization that's providing, you know, uh, world-class care. And, and so I think keeping people grounded in what our mission is day in and day out, uh, yes, we'll be subject to the pressures of being here in, in the, uh, the Bay Area and being in, in sort of the tech bubble and all that it has to, you know, in our, in our area and what it drives. But I think at, at our core, uh, we still think about, you know, each person each day, uh, each interaction, um, and we let that really be the guiding principle for what we do. Fantastic. And, and when you think about advice that you would give to other leaders trying to have great leadership careers, um, 
what advice do you give other young leaders, emerging leaders? Sure. Uh, you know, I think, um, you know, remaining intellectually curious and um, thirsty for, for knowledge. You know, I, I was um, a young leader, uh, still a young leader, I would like to think, but earlier in my career, you know, I was thirsty for information. So, you know, I and still today, I have all the alerts set for everything that comes out of Becker's and all the other uh, trade publications. You know, I'm constantly looking at, you know, business trends and tech and other uh, adjacent industries to understand uh, perhaps where healthcare may actually be, um, so in some cases, years and decades behind, where are the trends going? Uh, at its core, we're really a people business, right? And so you have to think through um, what are the, the motivations, desires, and goals of the people that you're working with, and how do you work to meet those needs? How do you continue to develop the people around you um, to, to work towards a, uh, a common goal? I think for me personally, I've really set my career uh, with a focus on what are the things that, that will make my team successful uh, and what things are going to make you know my boss successful. And if I do those and execute at a high level, um, you really have no choice but to be successful yourself. And so I think um, if you spend the majority of your time focused on, on those two aims um, as a byproduct, it will it will have a benefit on you personally as well. But see, this is great, great advice. This concept of what do I do to make my team successful? And, and everybody talks about that today. The reality is a big part of business is all of us work for somebody somehow. And how do I make my boss successful too, ethically, professionally, in the right way and all that kind of stuff is a, you know, people are often almost afraid to say that today to the younger generation. Yeah. That, that it's almost politically incorrect to say, hey, part of your job is making sure your boss is successful and does well, and, mm -hmm. and then you do well. And, and obviously, all of us have bought into, and we know it's true, that making sure our team is successful is the easiest way to be successful. And, and we got to make sure our team is successful. But, but this concept, this, this uh, directness of, I have to make the people I'm working for successful. Just if you're in business, you got to make your, your clients successful. It's a very similar concept, and it's, it's clear, it's direct. But it's unspoken so often today, but so true. So I appreciate, Ken, so much you saying it. When, yeah. when you look at you, you just took over as CEO relatively recently. Um, how excited are you to get that sort of like um, tap on the shoulder to say, Ken, it's time for you to be CEO? I mean, you must have been more than ready and, and probably yeah. anxious to do it. But it, but it's still <laughs> very exciting the first time somebody taps on the shoulder and says, we'd like you to be CEO, isn't it? It is. It is. You know, and when as you go through your career, um, you know, I've had the the opportunity to be an operator for for quite a while now, and um, I've been blessed and fortunate to serve under uh, several um, highly engaged, highly successful CEOs, as well as we'll call it our company division presidents. They oversee um, typically multiple states and, and large markets of hospitals. And um, just unparalleled, uh, you know, leadership examples that I've been able to, you know, pull from, and um, and all all the way up through our company, from from our executive leadership team as well, who've mentored me over the years. And so I felt like, you know, all this time people have invested and poured into me professionally, uh, intellectually, and emotionally, you know, as a leader. And um, you know, now it's time to, to to pay them back and and hopefully. 
you know, do a, a strong job as I've seen them do over the course of their careers um, in service to my organization and our and our patient our patients in our community uh, at large. So I'm I'm certainly incredibly excited, uh, very blessed and fortunate for the opportunity, and uh, I'm looking to you know bring this organization to the next level, uh, both clinically, um, strategically as well. And so uh, I, I can't rave enough about uh, the work that the team will, will accomplish here um, under my tenure. Fantastic. What a, what a great uh, pleasure to visit with you today, Ken. And, and what a great career. Thank you so Thank much you. for taking the time to visit with us. Thank you, sir. My pleasure. Thank you.